you don't listen to Steezy's Trap House, you suck. Hey, listen, I just came here to check on Steezy because he's a hooligan. He's a hooligan. He, he needs to be controlled, all right? Need to be trained. <laughs> Define controlled, sir. Uh, all right. So the uh, topic of the evening you know that what? I have to present. This is the view, man. I'm, I'm going back to my side. <laughs> <laughs> We're so happy that you downloaded. Welcome to Steezy's Trap House. This is your boy Steezy, and it is show motherfucking number 292. 292? Yeah, I had to think about that for a second, and I'm really glad that I said the correct number because I second-guessed myself right then when I was saying it. I mean, that's uh, pretty incredible either way, though. That's a lot of that's a lot of work, man. Two fucking 92. Yeah, you ain't lying, my friend. You ain't lying. Going in. Putting work in and it be a... End it, yeah. It is your boy Steezy. It is show motherfucking number two hundred ninety-two coming to you straight from Orlando, as per usual. It was a pretty chilly, well, not chilly, but you know, it was a nice little windy day today. I liked it. It was, it was nice and. It was aggravating not to have a hoodie on today. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> I left the house is, like it's Orlando. And that it is wasn't. for damn sure. Yeah, I was pissed off. And where I was working, you know, I was basically just getting whipped over and over and over again by just sand coming at me <laughs> yeah. I'm outside yeah. at the time and just getting destroyed by torrents of sand. So, you know, <laughs> really got to make sure that you're hoodie ready, jacket ready out there. But I'm okay with that th- with that shit though because I like the option, but I should be better prepared. It's not the world's fault that I wasn't ready for the cold. Fair. Mm-hmm. This is fair. This mm-hmm. is fair. Got to tighten up. I uh I don't know. I am one of the few people I feel like in Florida that has a a closet full of hoodies for no goddamn reason. I don't think I've ever seen you in short sleeves. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Actually, it's, it's a rarity. It's a rarity. I wear short sleeves in the summertime sometimes. Um, I don't know. A lot of my t-shirts are are short sleeves, so it's difficult to not wear them because I love them all so much. But if we're being completely honest, I'm I'm a long sleeve guy all fucking day. <laughs> Word. Anyways, that doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, of course, you guys know that I have a guest with me. We've been talking for a couple seconds now, and I uh, haven't even introduced him. Over here, we got the man with the motherfucking plan. We got Denny Chow in this bitch. What up? What up? How are you, my friend? Doing great. Great to be here. Indeed, indeed. Please let these people know what you represent and you know how they can find your social medias and things along those lines. Uh... So on social media, it's going to be a little bit fun for you to figure out how to spell, but I'm sure there's a way we can work with that. It's going to be, it's I'm a uh, underscore Din show on Instagram. Um, I'm the chef de cuisine of Kaizen Izakaya, which is uh, one of the first izakayas in Orlando. And uh, we're kind of doing our pickup right now. So just yes. getting after all that kind of stuff. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And you can follow the Trap House as well on social media, Twitter at Steezy Trap House, Instagram at STH Show. Uh, like the Facebook page, join the Facebook group, all of that bullshit, whatever. You can also subscribe, download to the show for it free, as always. Google Play, 
Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Ooh, I'm going to plug this fan in at the same time because it's getting a little warm in here. And I didn't remember to do that beforehand. So I'm going to reach for this at the same time and do the plugs also at the same time. So Magnificent. Yeah, exactly. While you're there, while you're subscribing and downloading for free, if you're on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and rate and review at the same time. Nice little five-star rating would be beautiful. I would appreciate that because it gives us a little bit more visibility on the podcast app, all that good shit. More people see us if more people rate and leave a five-star review. Or just a four-star review. Gets you in that algorithm. You can, you can leave a one-star review. It doesn't matter. It's just going to, you know. Responses. Exactly. <laughs> I, I need engagements. Uh, you know, you done know. If you want to support the boy, leave that shit today. Right now. While you're listening to this. Don't even listen to this. Just go do it. <laughs> exactly. You're listening to this with that app on your phone right now. So more than likely, that's probably what you're doing. So go on ahead and do that. It takes uh, 45 seconds. Thank you. You can also support us with our Amazon link, which you can find underneath any of the podcast posts on the website, czstraphouse.com. Anytime you use the Amazon link and you buy some shit off Amazon, they kick us some money back for free from your purchase, and it doesn't cost you anything extra whatsoever. You buy the same shit you were going to buy for the exact same price, and I get a little bit of money for it. Just click that link on the website, and while you're there, actually bookmark it in your browser so then you don't even have to think about it next time you want to go to Amazon. You just boop, done, right there. You know what I mean? Beautiful. And also, you can use the represent site, represent.com slash store slash STH show. If you want to buy some Trap House merch, get yourself a t-shirt on that bitch. And last but not least, if you would like a free sticker, you can email me, steeziestraphouse at gmail.com. Send me your address. I will send you one free sticker. And you can also send me questions for the show to be answered on air as well there. Yeah, that is it. Word. Beautiful. My friend. I'm proud of you for drinking because I cannot drink any alcohol right now. God damn it. It's just a, a cycle. I'm a, I'm a quitter. <laughs> I'm a quitter apparently right now. I was actually called a quitter today by somebody on my uh I think my a 48-hour hangover kind of justifies. <laughs> I mean, it was Maybe yeah. taking it easy. It know? was heavy, like, you know. Sometimes it hurts, man. We're not, you know, 20 anymore. Dude, I know for real. That was like but it was it was interesting because the previous night, okay, so I was in Miami on Friday night, and then Tampa on Saturday night. So Friday night, I went out and got good and fucked up. But I didn't. I, I made it. I escaped without any crazy nonsense happening. And I drank a shitload. I think I drank six Modellos in the space of an hour and a half or some shit. Yeah, that'll that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. <I was laughs> going, well, see, here was my logic. I was thinking, I'm going to this Miami club to be there all night, and Miami drinks are fucking expensive as shit. So I'm just going to get as lit as possible mm-hmm. yeah, beforehand for sure. and yeah, just coast old, for a little bit. The old tailgate. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you get you know? to the real game. Exactly. So, yep. you know, just an <laughs> hour and a half, crush them, and I was good to go. And I was fine that night. It was that next night. Mm-hmm. The layover. All kinds of the hangover. Yeah, exa- <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it was a two-day trip, man. <laughs> and I think it was just a lot of whiskey going down. A lot of different whiskeys. Yeah. That's the problem with uh, what I do is because like we'll have a lot of sake and we'll have a lot of whiskey and those two things don't like each other. God damn it, man! And it's like you just don't ever feel right again. That's <laughs> gnarly. Know? How often do you do that? Uh, 
I guess I work like six days a week. So, <laughs> I mean, it's not like a heavy amount. It's not a copious amount, but yes. it's like, you know, it definitely bubbles you Damn, a dude. little bit. Yeah, but, sake you know. and whiskey. I didn't have it's not mixed together, but it's in the same night, you yeah. know. And like usually, people like to stick to their poison. And exactly, it's hard in an it's Asian interesting because <laughs> those two things are just very big in Japanese culture, anyways. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's just going to be the go-to's already mm-hmm. if you're working you absolutely know, in yeah. a place such as you yeah, do. Jap- Japan's on the come up on everything, man. They're really crushing it. Like I can't think of something that they're not one of the best at right For now. For real. For yeah, real. Like I mean, they won like best whiskey in the world like the last like five years or six years, I think. Damn, and did they really? Yeah, and like <laughs> so that's an American, you know, spirit, you know, so yeah. it's really crazy. Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah. Shit. Those guys are uh, they j- they just figure everything out really well. I mean, that's why I respect their culture so much. This but. is very true. This is very true. I have I have a problem with myself. I I know I want to be able to. Oh shit! I got something in my eye. I want to be able to try all these Japanese whiskeys and everything, and I just have to, I just have to have those days where I can I can go out and just say, all right, I'm going to have one drink today, and mm-hmm. it's going to be an incredibly expensive Japanese whiskey. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's definitely uh, costly, but I think you know a guy, so maybe he could hook you up. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, you just come through. I got you. Big so. facts, but any, but anyway, so. Where are you from originally, my friend? Um, I was actually born in a small town called Lawton, Oklahoma. It's actually a military base, so the military base is huge. The town's sort of small, mm. um, but at the end of the day, it's Oklahoma, you know, so it can't be too big. Word. Um, yeah, and then uh, my parents are actually, my dad's from Atlanta, Georgia, and my mom is from Korea, gotcha. but they met through, like, the whole military spill, you know what I mean? So uh, like, everybody word. gets that shit. So uh, then uh, my dad got stationed in- Wait, what branch? Uh, Army. Oh, word. Yeah, my dad got stationed in uh, Lawton, Oklahoma with my mom, and uh, he was in Desert Storm, Desert Shield. He had an injury and got honorable discharge. Then we just kind of hung out there, but um, as I got older, they kind of went their separate ways. Mm. So I was, like, spending a lot of time back and forth between Atlanta and Lawton, so that's kind of why I have, like, a big, like, network in Atlanta and, like, gotcha. pretty big in the Midwest, too. So Gotcha. Yeah. I've never really spent any time out in the Midwest at all. If you like being outside, it's cool. There's not a lot of like crazy, like flashy light shit, but I you feel know, that. I, I mean, I love hiking and fishing and all that stuff. So, so do I, man. So that's I mean, a, it's what's up over there. Well, not know? necessarily fishing. I, I never was big into fishing. I would be if it's uh, exploring, you know, like there's, yeah, I, there's so I, much to do there. I love hiking and adventuring and that. Because it's like shit. a lot more untouched land, you know, when you come out here, it's like you just see vegetation getting like smashed and exactly. stuff, which is not dope. But well, that, <laughs> well, that was what was interesting for me being in Pensacola growing up because they had just a shitload of trails out there surprisingly mm-hmm. even though it's still in florida so i was just out there all the fucking time mm-hmm. all the fucking time walking trails so it's uh it's interesting to like when i went to colorado a couple of years ago i was just like damn dude this is this is sick yeah yeah like, you see denver and stuff like that you see like everybody outside too like mm-hmm. the the Airbnb, I they just like that shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's man, like they enjoy it because there's know? so much to do, and it's it's such good weather, and you it it's an active environment to be outside and be active. Yeah, one hundred percent. The B and B that I stayed in didn't even have a TV in it. Yeah, there's no reason for it though. Yep. I mean, you can look out your window and you'll be pretty damn entertained. Yeah, you know? exactly. I love man. that shit, like Colorado or like Wyoming. Um, you got to see Wyoming one day. It's Dude, like, I, I know. I'd love to go to Wyoming. My yeah. friend lives in Montana and he wants me to go out there as well. He says it's fucking beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. I actually haven't been there before, but yeah, I love that kind of shit, man. Uh, it's just like nice to like whenever you're like for me. 
doing all this stuff where I'm around all these people all the time and everybody's coming in like ex- with expectations of me all the time. And then like when you go to that solitude of like land that hasn't really been fucked with, you know, maybe there's a walking trail. That's like the only time that I feel chill. Like I get reminded of work when I'm in the that. city all the time. So I do like to just go sit down and like fucking listen to frogs or some shit. You know what Meditation, I mean? Like this man. shit's good, man. Meditation. You know? Getting back to nature is definitely good for you. Yeah, it's, man. It's for ena- sure. It enables you to become one with what the fuck we're actually here with <laughs> yeah 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 for sure that's kind of why i enjoy my job like being out on uh you know out in the the wilderness doing shit because you know i get to see like like today i got to watch like a fucking eagle flying above me all day like, yeah just man surveying I mean. the territory out in the swamp and i was like fuck yeah man yeah that's cool dude i oh, mean you're killing it Fucking eagles, so much more badass than I am. I didn't realize how big they were. I'd never seen an eel, eagle until like fucking like three months ago, and I was like, damn, this shit's got a wingspan on it. it like, put a shadow over my car. I was like, is that a fucking condor? But it was bigger than a condor, I guess. Goddamn huge, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, they got some motherfucking that length. Fucking scalp you, dude. <laughs> so no, with talons. The I was like, those are huge talons, dude. With the fucking Large as fuckness. Fuck <laughs> I don't like man. those things. I like falcons too, man. I wish falcons I could, are cool. I'm used to those. Falcons are cool as shit. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could be a bird of prey at times. Yeah. Just you know, like just go savage up some shit. I don't know, man. Even being like a robin, you know, I just get to fly though. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. And nobody yeah, really fucks with a robin. Robin doesn't really fuck with anybody. This it's is like, very true. Just just the act of flying would be pretty. Yeah, badass. that's all I need. I think. <laughs> what about being a hummingbird? A hummingbird wouldn't be bad. Dude, that's tight. You could bitch slap people like a hundred <laughs> times per second. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's crazy. I like the I like the thought process here. <laughs> I like the thought process. Fuck they yeah. all have their you know contributions. You know? Yeah, <laughs> for real. I just don't know if the hummingbird would be, you know, really practical for a lifestyle. You know, it's yeah, just, it's just You're uh, just working that hard to stay in one place. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Sorry, hummingbird. I don't think so. Not just today. the the occasions where you need to bitch slap somebody a hundred times in one second. That's good. Well. They, they spend them wings, man. That's like they they got to move in. So how is it? Uh, growing up in atlanta as well at the same time uh i mean atlanta you know like i feel like it's kind of funny like people kind of ask me like how i turned out and shit like that because i'm kind of like a little country and i'm kind of very very city at the same time so like like i said growing up in oklahoma it's more solitude and all this stuff when i was in atlanta it was like outcast graffiti like hip-hop was going crazy you know even as a little kid there was like crisscross ti like all this shit happening all the time in atlanta i was there for like atlanta to like go off you know like i was there for a lot of like the time where like killer mike was coming out and fucking shit up and like it was just like something to be really proud of you know like because i mean i stayed like in atlanta like in in atlanta in atlanta you know it wasn't like a suburban thing like when i was in oklahoma so i was just super stoked to be walking around and watching all the new riders like hints and sever and all these guys and i was riding too trying to be like them and rap and all that shit and like it was just cool because atlanta was like the mecca of the south like we were floating above the south for till now you know once it started it never stopped you know so that's fucking sick for that kind of scene you know and orlando's on its way there too orlando's doing a lot of dope shit man the thing that makes me sad about orlando what we're specifically talking about with atlanta is like the graffiti thing graffiti is there are a bunch of dope ass writers here but graffiti is just not looked at as amazing like it is in other places and mm-hmm. that shit just gets covered up here so yeah it's quickly. a buff city super hard i've noticed that i mean in atlanta there's like a there's a like almost like a dea like a task force against graffiti i, I know them pretty well Damn, already really yeah, yeah and um <laughs> yeah they got me pretty good uh they uh 
Yeah, they take that super seriously, but they don't buff shit. They'll just get you in trouble and never buff it. So it's cool. So a lot there's like shit riding from like ninety one, like eighties, you know, it's like and Orlando, yeah, I feel like it's the city beautiful. It's really touristy, and I feel like people have a misconception of, like, what we're actually doing out there. Because most of us are, like, you know, we're painting bandos and shit. We're not even trying to paint on, like, property that's regularly exactly. facilitated. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. So. I mean, anybody who, who actually has written before knows the fucking rules, you know? Yeah, you don't like, go on somebody's, like, single property. Like, you know, some regular person trying to get their business going. You don't go paint on their shit, yep, you know? It's, exactly, like, something that's just man. sitting there rotting away, you know? And There's like, rules to this shit yeah levels too yes know? oh yeah oh yeah most definitely that don't put your shit out there if it ain't right you know what i mean <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah that is for damn sure that is for damn sure when did you start uh, like getting into hip-hop and shit like like what uh, age? i mean i'm I had one of those little, like, corny-ass, like, tape recorder things whenever I was, like, five years old and I was, like, trying to do bars to, like, crisscross beats and shit like oh, that damn. when I was, like, really, really little. But damn. I think the first time I ever started, like, recording hip-hop, which I don't do it anymore, uh, I was probably, like, 14 or 15, but my uncle was, like, a b-boy and he did graffiti and stuff, so he took me to the train yards by the time I was, like, 10 or 11 Fuck. and, like, let me, like, paint with them and shit. Fuck. Like, you know, called me a toy, made me work harder and stuff. But, you know, he was he was he was dope, man. He was really dope. And uh, that's sick, he was man. really misconstrued by people. But I, I mean, I still got mad re- love for him, mad respect for him. It's really he was a big part of like me, like liking that shit so much. You know, I mean, to me, that's that's sick to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I understand how some people maybe wouldn't appreciate the <laughs> that happening. But yeah, I yeah. fucking think that's sick because it's passing on this culture to mm-hmm. the new generation you know yeah i mean uh america without hip-hop and graffiti would kind of be boring you know <laughs> it's, Big be, facts. it's oh, like yes. the only thing like really combating is the music we make the art we make you know and you know. i mean and look at graffiti now I mean, yeah it it's the insane globe it's yeah. ridiculous yeah it's crazy man there's like and that which brings me back to even though i love the shit out of orlando that's one of the things that makes me sad is i can't walk around can't indulge and in see it yeah. graffiti yeah man yeah, you, man. You got to go back to like the little cutty spots, all mm-hmm. the little cutty spots. Yeah, like spots Sand Lake train station, uh, the the Sunrail. I was like, damn, people get up over here a lot. Might have to, might have to bless one over there soon. But I, we'll used, to, I used to live uh, over by UCF in this little duplex that was right next to this wall. It was this long stretch of wall, and it was a, it was a divider in between my neighborhood and this, uh, fucking complex right next door. And the one wall was there. Okay, so there's two walls right there, and they basically had like 10 feet, 10 to 15 feet in between them. So they were about only like five, six feet high or some shit like that. So you could just jump over, and it went for a while. Yeah, yeah. So in between the outside of the walls were totally, totally chill, all good paint. On the inside, when you jump over the wall in between the two, dude fucking covered the yeah, whole yeah. way there's a uh, there's like, those safe spots man people get to chill because uh-huh. like, you never know it's like in the back of a neighborhood somewhere mm-hmm. and uh i remember one like i mean i'd be out there all the time like smoking a joint on my back porch and just hear you know psh, i just hear cans <laughs> going <laughs> yeah. yeah oh yeah <laughs> that's funny as gotta well. love it man gotta love it yeah I think it's cool, man, because, like, you'll, like, uh, with graffiti, it's, like, a lot like chefs and stuff like that, too. So uh, you'll, like, you'll see somebody's art and be like, damn, this dude must be raw as fuck. 
And then you meet him in person. It's like a 95 pound little kid that looks nerdy <laughs> as fuck. It's like you just don't know, man. Everybody's got something inside of them with that shit that you can't see. You know, exactly. it's like, it's like, you know, you see the biggest motherfuckers with like the bubbliest letters and stuff exactly. like that. It's crazy, man. It like be some random ass the shit. The way you like convey yourself with that is like it's just unpredictable. For, Dude, sure. for real. Just the way it's evolved over the years mm-hmm. is just so fucking crazy. It's really cool, man. I mean, Miami's killing it. They've been killing it, you know, forever. You know, Miami and Atlanta are like brother cities and that shit. And they just opened the Museum of Graffiti there, Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, I think uh, Ket won uh, the Rockin' It Suckers crew from New York. I think he was a big part of that as well. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure he's in Wynwood, like, doing a bunch of... He's doing. I think he's doing a bunch of organizing, like artists coming in, you know, to paint, mm-hmm. paint yeah, the for wall sure. and, and shit. Yeah, and then I mean, they uh, they started that Evolve Paint Company down there too, which is mm-hmm. pretty, pretty fucking amazing to start your own spray paint company, for you know, real? like. And Miami does a good job of like Art Basel. They glorify it. They don't make it condemned. You know what I mean? So it's exactly. like those artists are just gonna be better and better. Exactly, man. They're not looked at the same way. I you love know? that shit. I just love the smell of paint in the morning. Yeah, it's, just, dude, it's it, fucking dope. It's a good. It's the a sun good comes up. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a. Those are some of the best nights, honestly, that I've had. For Definitely. sure. Definitely. It's nothing like getting away. <laughs> <laughs> Big fucking facts. It's yeah. also very memorable not to get away. <laughs> so what other music was uh, being played around you just besides hip-hop? Because I know you mentioned hip-hop early so, on. So, yeah, I mean, my uncle or? was, uh, he was really into hip-hop, but he liked, like, hardcore and stuff like that a lot, too. So, like, while he was taking me to go paint and shit, at the same time, he took me to, like, a biohazard show whenever I was, like, a fifth God grader. Damn. Like like, he was my boy, man. Like, my <laughs> uncle and I were tight. Yeah, he took me to see, like, Marilyn Manson when I was, like, eight and stuff. So he, like, he got me really well-rounded. And, I mean, he fucked with, like, Hank Williams and shit like that, too. But, I mean, yeah, I just, I mean, I definitely loved the hardcore scene a lot, um, the punk scene a lot. Started getting, I did it kind of ass backwards. Most people like metal first, but I, like, like punk and hardcore. And then I, like kind of stepped away and got really into like that evil like metallic shit and and most punk kids are like oh fuck that but i just kind of just like just gravitated towards it i I guess i'm fucked up i I don't know kind of how i went too uh i i mean i had some friends uh you know especially growing up skating that liked punk as well so i definitely was i definitely was aware of punk Mm -hmm. but i think i just pretty much just got jumped right into like straight hardcore and yeah yeah see i loved like all that nola shit like crowbar and stuff like that maybe their message sometimes wasn't too good like some of those bands you know they're <laughs> racist and stuff but they, they sound good you know yeah so anyway so on that fucking scene in the hardcore scene like growing up in that shit it's a different lifestyle than i feel like what most people understand uh, yeah <laughs> Like, trying to explain that shit to my parents still to this day. They still look back, and they're like, they'll bring it up, and and they're just like, so are you still, like, doing that whole shit? I'm like, yeah, like, whenever I can, yes, I'm, I am still fucking shit up <laughs> at <laughs> all yeah, times. Yeah, it's like a fountain of youth. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly, man. Like, it's ha- how would you try to explain it to somebody? Uh, I mean, for me, man, it was like, that was a place, like, whatever venue, you know, whatever venue was... 
metaphorically a place where like nobody really gave a fuck man like and you would usually get over shit pretty fast of course there was like brawls there was fights here and there but most people that came to that shit didn't fuck with things that i didn't fuck with like it was usually people that didn't like you know there was the nazi punks and all that shit but they weren't welcome there and then there was all these like jocks or whatever yeah all these jocks and stuff they weren't bigger than you know anybody in that place you know nobody gave a fuck because yeah man it's like yeah exactly because when you, uh, I, I still remember this shit to this day. One of my, I think it was one of my first shows. I think it's like my second or third one I went to. I'm in the pit and I look up and I'm in the pit with two dudes who are both easily like 6'2 and maybe 300 pounds each. Like two, in, but somewhere in between 250 to 300. Wrecking balls, man. <laughs> Big fucking fat dudes. Just huge and just wrecking shit. Absolutely ending worlds. And then they're on their fucking shirts, all their shirts say are death fucking metal. And yeah. I'm just like looking at these dudes and I'm like, this is where I am. I love this right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, it's funny, man. And I'm like a 14-year-old, just tiny little fucking It's like empowering, kid. man. You just see people doing their thing everywhere. And everybody's so different at those shows. It's not like everybody thinks it is. Like people try to cliche it. But yes, like we're all about different shit and like the hardcore scene, you know, like. Agreed. Some of us are into hip hop and shit more than we're into hardcore, but we're still, you know, associated because it, it's usually people that come from like a certain place that uh, wasn't too privileged, I think. And I think that's what I kind of liked about it as I felt like I, feel that. I wasn't out. My parents weren't too poor for me to be there, you know, and like, you know, it's like, it was good, you know, because I mean, you know, like whenever you're broke in high school and you have to do everything on your own, like people don't fucking accept that shit. So like hardcore, it was like, it's kind of the expectation, you know, and then we're all in this shit together. So it was tight. Big fucking it, was a, it was a good way to grow up for sure. I think we talked about this one before too. Like my favorite thing to do was before the shows, just go sit in the parking lot and just smoke blunts before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just banging Jeezy out <laughs> the parking lot with my friend who had two twelves in his expedition. And we would just bang Jeezy. How hard, y'all were pumping, man. Hard <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. We, we were going in. Those are those days, man. We yeah. Just yeah. You just ride around smoking blunts, and the bass was so heavy that you just couldn't even breathe the entire yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. Your chest is just, like, caving in. Uh-huh. <laughs> that shit's funny. Yeah, so and it's always like you listen to something that has nothing, like, no relation to hardcore or something yes. when you're going to a hardcore show. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It's, <laughs> so funny. Funny. it's funny how that works. And then you just go in and fuck shit up. Yep. And go out like it never happened. It's good for exercise, too. Those shows, man, <laughs> you know, we would, we'd be burning some calories for sure. Dude, real fucking shit. It was good. I uh, I feel I like I'm a skinnier person today because of those shows. <laughs> if I would have just sat down as much as I wanted to, probably yeah. actually that's uh, that probably has a lot to do with it on myself too. <laughs> skateboarding as well. Yeah, the skateboarding is just all cardio pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Too. It's not. I mean, there's you're using legs, but you know. I mean, leg exercises are like really tough cardio. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People so don't get that. Yeah. So the with that and the fucking running from soccer and all that shit, man. It's just. Just involved to me being <coughs> skinny ass motherfucker as well, so I yep. totally understand. It's not a, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> I've had some gnarly ones. My back is definitely fucked up from from pits. That is for sure. Yeah, the back is, you know, we're we're dealing with it. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> it's funny. There was a point. Uh, I got like I got a concussion at a show. I was just standing on the side. Whatever, my boy like knocked my ass out <laughs> pretty much. God damn. Yeah, and then I'm like, all right, whatever, and I don't go to a show again for like two wait, months. Wait, wait, hold on. Was it a spin kick? Nah, he just fucking backhanded me super hard. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, I just fuck. caught my ass. Yeah, I, that was like the only time I think I've ever been knocked out. 
Yeah, and then I go to a show two months later. I'm there for the first song, and boom, I get another concussion. So oh, it was like two fuck. in one summer. Fuck, Yeah, man. and I was like, I felt like my mood changed. <laughs> I was like angry as fuck all the time. Yeah, I feel that, dude. It's I, funny, man. I, uh, had a, I had a crazy concussion at a show. Yeah, dude. Um, I've seen seizures, like all kinds of stuff. But, yeah. you know, people usually help each other out whenever that shit goes down. So Yep. I was at a Every Time I Die show in St. Pete. Great band. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and I was right next to the stage. I was right in front of it. And the actual stage was only maybe two feet off the ground or something. So everybody is obviously just stage diving the entire time. Because of you, course. you can literally just walk onto the stage and jump right back off. And there's enough of a height that you could just you still have enough to be able to launch yourself over the crowd. So... Every five seconds, someone is stage diving. (laughs) No fucking exaggeration. Yeah, so I'm. It's very easy to picture that happening. Oh yeah, so I had to like watch the entire time, like make sure like you know I'm I'm good, I'm chill, I'm not getting destroyed, dude. One second I look away and somebody (laughs) just lands directly on my head. And my head just basically compresses like a turtle. A turtle. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just into my fucking neck. And I'm pretty sure, you know, I could have potentially like fractured something in my neck. Or, yeah, or definitely. Back that That's kind of how sure. that works for yep. sure. Yep. And then just never went and got a check. Yeah, it was interesting for me because now you see me, I'm like 6'4, I'm like 205, something like that. But uh, when I was going, like when I was graduating high school, I was like 5'8, 130. God damn. Yeah. And when I was a ninth grader, I was wrestling at like. 103 pounds because wrestling was a huge part of my life but i uh, say you did wrestling too yeah that Shit. was like my whole life yeah i went to school for it like college for it and everything but uh um, really yeah then i fucked up i got in trouble so uh i feel that <laughs> yeah. but you were fucking you were decent with them hands though yeah it was good yeah it was really good okay but, okay but, uh, Shit. but um yeah so i was tiny as fuck going to these shows with all these monsters dude like because, you know, hardcore shows, there's, like, 30-year-olds there beating the shit out of you when you're, like, 14. So I was, like, 80 pounds just getting, like, thrown into I was, like, used as, like, a weapon or something like that sometimes. Sorry. Like, somebody is fucking blowing up my phone right now, and I have to tell them oh, to you're sh- good. shut the fuck up because I'm podcasting. Yeah, dude. We're trying to podcast right now. I'm putting this motherfucker on Do Not Disturb right <laughs> now because... So he cannot disturb us. Yeah, I'm putting it on airplane mode, actually. That's, oh, that's G shit right there. Yeah, you know that's how it do. works. That's <laughs> how it works. I need, I need all of the focus over here. And these, mo- this, this little dude literally just called me three times in a row. I'm like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I feel like when you know your friend does something along these lines, it's like, come on, don't call him three times. <laughs> come on, man. Let don't be a jerk, go. man. Anyways, I'm sorry. <laughs> he, he totally threw my threw my train of thought off. What were we just talking about right before that? Oh, I was just saying, like, I was tiny as fuck. I was, like, yes, 85 yes. pounds just getting thrown around by all these big guys. Like, they were literally <laughs> using me as, like, a fucking weapon. <laughs> like, I don't know. It made me tougher when I finally hit some growth spurts, though, I, I guess. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. But, yeah. That, that's that character building. Yeah. Taking those ass whoopings. And yeah, when you get yeah. into it, then you're just like, oh, okay. Now, <laughs> yeah. I, now I got a little bit of weight on y'all now. Yeah, for sure. It'd be funny to go back to town. <laughs> That's interesting. What was so? I guess the last time you wrestled like full on would have been in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's not like any like really. I mean, there's not any other competition. No, there's no like p- there's no pro like wrestling that's actually you know real. Sorry guys, it's not real. Um, WWE is not real. Uh, but there is like Olympics and stuff like that. But 
like with the world teams, uh, you only get paid through sponsorships. There's not a lot of motivation for most people to keep going. Um, but college wrestling is definitely hugely sought after still. So it's like a good way to get your education and stuff. But true that there's levels to that shit. You know, I was probably like one of the top 50 kids in the country, but you got to be Damn. one of the top like eight to really like, you know, go anywhere after that. So gotcha. it just it is what it is. You know, I had other things I was good at and gotcha. wanted to do. So I feel that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and that's how it goes with just college sports mm-hmm. in and of itself. There's a already. cusp, you know. And yeah, like, it's all these schools with all these kids playing on all these teams. That yeah, I think baseball, it's like 1% go pro or something like that. Yep. I've got insane. like a bunch of friends that are still playing in minor leagues from Pensacola. Mm-hmm. And they played on, you know, a great uh, they played on a great high school team that won state champions. Like they were like back-to-back champions state mm-hmm. and shit like that. Still playing. It's all perspective, but some people just really want to play, man. I mean, yeah, I definitely have some friends in the minors of baseball and stuff, and they're just like, they're like, they're doing enough to like get by, and they just keep get to keep playing baseball. Exactly. If I could do that, I would do that shit. Yeah. If I kept playing soccer or something like that, I'd totally be doing that. Yeah, for sure. But it's got to choose what you're gonna do. Exactly, man. Exactly. And I can still play football for fun at any time mm-hmm. if I want, you know. Yeah, so, for sure. You know, thing get a little footy going. <laughs> Good little footy. You ever play footy at all? <laughs> no. No. Uh. Uh-uh. I gotta, I gotta get you out. Gotta pass the ball around, man. Oh, I mean, I play, I played soccer. I played goalie. My like, I played goalie oh, my well, whole life. Oh, that's what I mean. Oh, that's yeah, footy. I, mean. I thought it was like a little drill or something. I was like, no, 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 no. 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 no I actually did. Yeah, I played like competitive league soccer too. Okay, that was like my good. off season. Like when it wasn't wrestling season, I'd play soccer. Gotcha. What position? Uh, goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah mostly goalkeeper. I didn't have like mad handles, but it's pretty aggressive. True that. Yeah, like true that wrestler that. mentality as a goalkeeper. I feel that. I was running my ass off as a midfielder most of the time. Yeah, yeah. It was either mid or I'd be like right mid or a goalkeeper usually. I but was running my ass yeah, off. Yeah, that shit sucks, dude. <laughs> my coach actually, I I thank him to this day. He put me as left mid, even though I'm right foot. I'm right footed. He put me as left mid, and I was like, dude, I don't, I can't use my left foot. And he's like, well. You're going to learn. <laughs> yeah, that's good practice. And Yeah, and to this <laughs> day, I still have a pretty, even though I don't play anywhere near as much as I used to at all. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, really, all I do is just pass the ball around and juggle every now and again. Yeah. I don't, I don't play pickup games or anything. But still to this day, I still have a good left foot because of that. Yeah. I mean, and I, I scored left-footed goals in high school, which I'm I feel like I scored of. more left-footed than I ever did right-footed, but I didn't really score that many goals. So <laughs> I feel like, that. I feel that. I had like I think as I wasn't good at kicking with my left foot, I always put that English on it, got that curve going. Uh, <laughs> like, I got you. Wasn't on purpose, but I it looked you. really good. You that's know, like <laughs> my, that's like my golf swing. My golf swing's got a little, a little more <laughs> than a little English on it every time I fucking hit that shit. It's so funny. Yeah. No, I um, uh, I had a, I had a similar kind of thing. I got fucked up in my high school, and I had to quit, so I never got to like keep on keep on going with football to take yeah, me yeah. to college sadly so yeah that's how these things be it just be like that sometimes it, it man. be like that yeah <laughs> i was just said uh, i just kind of said fuck this shit i am over this shit yeah forget it hey you're doing good now though man hey, i'm chilling was it 292 292 yeah yes. i mean i you can't really yes indeed that's yeah. a good statistic right yeah there. it's not terrible <laughs> not, i'm not complaining how many people have done something 292 times you know, that's a good point. It's pretty crazy. That is a good point. So uh, respectable. I didn't sure. think I don't really think about it like that. This is my first podcast. So this is actually cool for me, too. So Damn, that's <laughs> yeah. what's up. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's tight. These things are really interesting. I've say. always said I didn't want to do them. And then I was like, yeah, I why do not? Them. 
I don't know, man. Sometimes I feel like if you want to have a podcast with somebody, there shouldn't be so much limitations. And like people are like, oh, you can't say this, you can't say that. And I'm like, yo, you're trying to get to know somebody. Exactly. You should just let them be their fucking self. Like, exactly. I'm sorry, but like, if you want to get to know me, you got like no limitations. Exactly, you know? man. And that's what I always try to tell people for this. Like, like I told you before the show mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I always, yeah, I feel I, that. I mean, it's that's the only way to be as real as possible with this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it really is. And the majority does appreciate it. And it's not like it was like 30 years ago. Oh, my God. He said shit. Like, can't yep. watch that. Yeah, can't man. listen to that. <laughs> yeah, man. Which is crazy to think about. Thank you it, to the Simpsons. It, <laughs> you know it really only was, you know, that it wasn't that long ago. It was it was very, very recent. We were alive when this transition started happening. Yes. When people stopped giving a fuck. I love the fucking Simpsons, too, man. Yeah. I need to go back and watch. Okay, so this kind of makes me sad because I guess Simpsons is all on Disney Plus now. Mm-hmm. But I've also heard that they're being like the older episodes. They're being put in widescreen, so you can't see all of the the episode. Like some of the the fr- the top and the bottom frame are cut out apparently. Ah, oh, that's fucked up. So like they show somebody showed a screenshot of one of the the screens and then compared it to the original image and because of how it was cut off it just cut off like an actual written joke yeah it's like the uh it was like a vat of beer like in the duff's factory or some shit and it was something was written on it i can't remember what it is but it's cut off like you can't even read it you can't even see the funniness that it is yeah that's messed up i also heard they're not making any more episodes too so i heard that as well (sighs) i mean should it be about time though i mean i don't know if it doesn't suck dude i still watch the simpsons yeah man still Dude, I love The Simpsons. God like, damn, so you've kept up for 30 seasons. And it's still really good, man. It's just scary how, like, they know what the fuck's going to happen. Like, I remember 20 years ago, Donald Trump was president on one of the yep. Simpsons episodes. I was like, what the hell? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This shit's crazy. To yeah. Fucking, I think The Simpsons are in the Illuminati. Well, maybe I need I to, to go and watch. I mean, but now I feel like I am far, far, far too many seasons behind. I, I feel like I can just, like, pop in whenever I feel like it, and it's all good, you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like it's a show you have to follow, like, The Walking Dead or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that is true. Simpsons is just, like, episode by episode. They're all pretty, you know, self-sufficient, so. There are some fucking classic ones, though. <laughs> those, For like, sure. first ten seasons, there's just some straight it's crazy, bangers. Man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Bangers. Like, rolling on the ground, like, tears crying. Bangers. It's <laughs> funny. I need to watch me some Simpsons now that we're fucking talking about it. Dude, it's this. good, man. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's been a long time. I'm redoing Parks and Rec right now, actually. Word. I've probably seen like 30 minutes of it. Yeah, I haven't, okay, fair, yeah, I haven't fair. watched that one yet. It's a, uh, you know. So, I mean, it was bad. like I always wanted to try it, and then my friends would be like, The Office sucks. Park and Parks and Rec is better. I'm like, I'm not even going to give you a chance now because you're being a jerk. Dude. Oh, I'm not I'm not one to say that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But it was great. like discouraging. I was like, I feel like if I'm watching this now, then I'm. You know, succumbing to my friend being an asshole. Be like, <laughs> yeah. And you might have this some type of bias going in from what they said, too. Mm-hmm. Also, just like, well, not even a bias, but just like a, some inclination towards thinking that it might suck when it doesn't suck. Or, yeah, or, or yeah, something yeah. along those lines. I'm going to give it a chance soon, though, because I have been wanting to watch it. It's definitely not bad. It's definitely not bad. As, as it goes on, it gets way, way better. Yeah, what's the guy that's in like uh 
Guardians of the Galaxy that's in the... Oh, Chris par- Pratt? He's fucking funny, man. Dude, he's funny as I shit. I heavily fuck with him, in man. In Parks like, and Rec, he is... And I see memes of him in Parks and Rec, and I'm like, fuck, <laughs> I really want to watch this Dude, shit. Dude, he is probably the funniest motherfucker on that show. Yeah, Easy. he's insane. Like, And it's so funny. It's like People talk about it all the time now, how he transformed basically from Andy, this basically big dumbass <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. on Parks and Rec, to like super big action hero and all this yeah, shit. Yeah, it was so weird. I was like expecting him to laugh a lot more when I saw him in Guardians of the Galaxy, which I did. He was still funny in that shit, but it was just like it was like how he like played two different people is really funny. I have not seen Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? Really? Oh man. <laughs> so is this a Marvel movie? I've never seen any really Marvel movies either. Is yeah. That a Marvel movie? Yeah, I think it's a Marvel movie. Okay. I don't know. I don't know because I actually don't know. I'm not like deep into it, but I I, I watched the two movies they had. The only one that I watched was Black Panther. It was all the way through. Oh, that shit was lit though. That shit was good. That (laughs) shit was good. That shit was good. And the only other Marvel movie besides that that I've seen was the very first Iron Man, and I didn't even finish it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I've watched anything more than that. It was years ago. It's not really my shit, but Guardians of the Galaxy is tight. I just like the little raccoon. He's he's dope. I need to figure out if that Guardians of the Galaxy shit is a Marvel movie, but... uh, I'm pretty sure it is. Word. Yeah, I think so. But I haven't seen it. Yeah, either one. I don't know. There's just a lot. There's just a lot. And the number... (laughs) That number is daunting, dude. There's 23 of those fucking movies. Yeah. I know, because everybody drills that number in my head. Everybody who loves those Marvel movies. There's 23 of them, so I'm 22 movies behind. That's a lot of TV that I don't necessarily need. It's a responsibility to embark on to be like, yeah, I've seen all this shit. Yeah, I don't don't necessarily need that in my life. I don't don't care. That's a a lot of hours wasted. Yeah, good riddance. A lot of hours wasted that I could be hiking. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. You never know what you're going to find. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) It could be. So more entertaining. So when did you make it into Orlando? Um, I want to say, or I'm going to say I got here like a year and a half ago, like okay. a little less than a year and a half ago. Yeah. Word. So I was living in Miami for about a year and a half as well. Um, and I had like, you know, I was like I, my daughter had just been born. Word. So uh, we were kind of staying like. The area we were in was good, but there was just so much bullshit going on, like, just, like, with the car. Like, just driving the car, you could just tell, like, it wasn't safe. So, I was, like, uh, I mean, I wasn't really happy in Miami in the first place. And then my wife's family, because we all lived together. We had, like, that old-school, like, Spanish family sort of thing where, gotcha. you know, like, the abuela's there, everybody's there. And that. um, they were just, like, wanting to move to Orlando for whatever reason. And I didn't want to come here at all. I was, like, I, was, like, I already don't like Miami. Why, why am I going to like Orlando? And then, uh, what so was it about Miami that you didn't really like? It was like this big city without high quality and like food and stuff like that. So, like, for me and my profession, like, it was just like this is all like glammy bullshit. They're just putting like caviar and gold. They can't really cook for shit. It's like kind of like Fill kind of up. frustrating. And people Fill are like paying for that versus like sustainability or like whatever's taking a little bit more heart, you know? Gotcha. So, um, yeah. And then, uh, I met. Julian on Instagram and he was like, yo, come up here, blah, blah, blah. Like I'll set you up, whatever. That job didn't really work out at first. Ended up working out later. And yeah, and then I started getting to know everybody. I was like really stoked I came here. Well, when did you start getting into actually cooking in the first place then? 
Uh, my grandma is a chef. My mom is a really good home cook, but like I was kind of like running around restaurants when I was a little kid and stuff. And uh, I started, I think I was probably like 11 years old, really. Like that was whenever I first started like taking control of a station, not just helping out, you know. Right. And then, yeah. So it's almost been 20 years later. Just damn, dude. Still getting after it. So that's crazy to think about. Yeah, I tried to travel a lot, you know, I left my family's place and all that stuff when I was 18. And, uh, I mean, I've been to, like, New York, Cali, Houston, Austin, you know. Oh, Denver, shit. like, just moving around and stuff, like, a year at a time, doing year leases and Damn, son. picking shit up. But I'm, like, I'm in Orlando to stay, so it would be sick. So you were just working in different restaurants all that time in mm-hmm. all those different cities? Mm-hmm. Damn, so what type of, were they all all having to do with like sushi or is it all sorts of different respects um, or? a lot of different respects but i would say like predominantly asian food in general yeah Word. but uh i have uh, i have like like when i worked at this place called uchi um a lot of people will have known what that place is uh they incorporate a lot of like french technique into their japanese slash pan-asian whatever the fuck you want to call it okay. and uh so i got to develop a lot of really good like set of skills that you wouldn't necessarily get if you worked at like a mom and pop Asian restaurant. But then I also had some mom and pop skills that they didn't have there. So it was kind of like, we were just like, it was like a constant breeding ground. Like there was nobody working at that restaurant that was from Austin, Texas. Like when I was working at that restaurant. So it was like, all of us were just moving in to like be there, you know? And like, you know, it was like a contagious place. And that's crazy, man. It's pretty cool. (laughs) Jesus. It's just like, uh, the thought of that is, Especially since you you just basically been playing with knives since you've yeah yeah been a, <laughs> been a little kid for sure yeah which is fucking dope to think about because uh, I I used to do some prep work like myself mm-hmm. and I you know I kind of regret not like staying with it because it's like I don't know cooking and shit man it's like it's pretty validating man it's calming yeah, to a degree as well when, when you fucking nail that shit it's yeah. Like, yeah, you feel fucking good. Yeah, dude, like some shit is so tedious and like you can question yourself and question yourself and question yourself, but then at the end it's like it comes out better than when you were confident or feeling yourself, you know? So it's like it kind of like is a good transpiration to like regular life. It's like, yo, don't be getting comfortable, like, you know, stay on your shit, you I know, feel that. and like make sure you're conscious of the fact that something can go wrong, you know? I feel that. And I, like I like that shit cuz that's like a recipe, you know? It's Word. like What's your favorite shit to make, like, just for yourself? Like, if it's only you and you're just, like, making some shit that you just want to have? This is going to be funny as fuck. At home? Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is going to be funny. Uh, I like uh, Colombian-style hot dogs, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> that's my shit. Yeah. Okay. Our bandeja paisa. That's, like... Okay. Yeah, that's my shit. Okay, yeah. so... Um, I'm, like, an adopted Colombian, honestly. Like, I've, gotcha. I, like, fell, like, in love with all of, like, my wife's food and... Uh, all of her family's cooking and shit like that. Like, for, could you describe the Colombian hot dog for people at home? Who okay, might not uh, know what it entails. Yeah, the Colombian hot it's dog. A whole thing. Yeah, Colombian hot dog is a lot of shit. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a whole fucking thing. It's gonna usually have like a salsa rosada. It's gonna have a pina sauce, which is a pineapple sauce, and then like a cilantro aioli, and then it's gonna have like some uh, like potato chips essentially yes. on top, and then the rest of it is kind of dependent on who's doing it. But man, that shit is good. Super oh. saucy, super bad for you. Fuck. It's what I want to eat, and that's what uh, I'm going to eat. <laughs> I'm thinking about, like, some sachi papa right oh, now. Oh, sachi papa, yeah, that's oh, my shit, too. Okay. Or, like, when I'm in Colombia, papas criollo, man, that shit. Oh, is, oof. Buddy. 
<laughs> oh, so you've actually been to Colombia? Yeah, yeah, I've been there. I think twice now. Yeah. Damn, mm. that's sick. Yeah, I love it. I love it down there for sure. That's fucking sick, man. Yeah. I went to I went to Nicaragua, like Central America, but uh, I haven't been to South America yet. Yeah, I want. Yeah, I want to. I want to make it to Central America too. The food's way different for sure. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I uh, I did some consultation in Dominican Republic a couple of years ago, like helping some restaurants get it launched and stuff. And Word. That was a pleasant surprise. Everybody's like, "Oh, you got to be careful down there. Like, they're gonna they're gonna get your ass." Like, blah blah blah. And I'm just like, whatever. You know, like I don't really think so. And then I went there, and they were like buying me drinks and like offering me food to try so that I could like get their culture and shit. I was like, exactly. At the end of the day, that shit can happen anywhere. Yeah, you go. for sure. Literally in any. And everybody city. acted like I was like insane to be there, and I was like, dude, yeah. it's just how you carry yourself, you know? Exactly. Like, it could happen in any city at any time to any fucking person. It's yeah. Just, it's just the if way you walk of the around world. like you're scared of them and shit. They're gonna be like, all right, we can get this dude, but exactly, you know, like, they gonna fucking flex on your ass. Yeah, but if you go down there and you just like show interest. I mean, I, I strongly encourage travel. I feel like I've grown the most from that for Word. sure. Oh, hell yeah, man. You know, that's my uh, big thing right now, honestly, is just saving all my money to travel instead of doing anything else. All my all my dispensable income, I'm pretty sure from here on out is just going towards. Travel Word. Adventure. Where do you want to go next? I've always wanted to go to Australia next, but I don't think that's legitimately where I'm going to be going next. I think I'm probably going to be going back to Europe next, more than likely. Back to Europe? So yeah, where, I was where just did you kick it before? I was just in England a couple months ago. Yeah? Yeah, that's and tight. I'd like to go to Barcelona and skate there because it's the fucking best for skating. It's yeah, just, yeah. Barcelona's got some good uh, demos and best. shit. But I just want to be there. If I go out to Europe, I want to go for like a good three to four weeks. Mm-hmm. So then I can just start. Backpack that bitch. Europe exactly. is like super travelable. Yeah, you know? man. I'm just trying to fucking go see Everything. Yeah, Take Her a train thing. everywhere. Fucking do me. You know Amsterdam, I mean? dude. Yes, yes. <laughs> that sounds that, so corny, but it also amongst, sounds really fun. That amongst many things. I'm also trying to go to like. I want to uh, see Paris really bad. You know. I want to go to Prague. I want to go to Prague really bad. That's in um, Czech Republic. Czech Republic, right? Yeah, yeah. Because the architecture there is fucking amazing. And in that area of the world, in Eastern Europe, that's just where, like, all the craziest fucking underground raves are. And yeah, I just, yeah. I just want to yeah. go see some. I heard, isn't that, like, the porn capital, too, or some shit? Prague? Is it really? I'm pretty sure Prague is, like, the porn capital. That honestly doesn't surprise me. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of raves, so people are probably, like... Eastern yeah. Europe Eastern Europe shit is, uh, that's a whole different give a fuck. lifestyle, yeah. man. That's a, those are hard people. You <laughs> see how they act after football matches, man. It's like... <laughs> Dude, for real, man. Those, it's like gangs. Those people just have lived hard lives. Uh, hooligans? hooligans? Hard lives. Yeah, 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 hooliganism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're crazy, man. It's uh, it's not as huge as it used to be, I feel like. But in those Eastern European countries, yeah, just as big as ever. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, like, fucking... They'll go after the team. Yeah, for sure. I've heard about some shit that... uh. I think it was, I can't remember the fucking country. It was in Eastern Europe somewhere. I want to say maybe like Romania or something along those lines. but Or maybe it had been Turkey, actually. It, I think it might have been Turkey. But team lost, and I think it was a home game that they lost. Or no, 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 it wasn't a home game. It was an away game that they lost. And it was because they were on their bus, and as the bus is leaving the stadium, all of their fans just like basically – 
attacked a bus and I think they overturned it and shit like that. Oh my gosh. Like the team. Like the Their Jesus. own team. They yeah. were like, fuck you guys for losing. We're going to fuck you up too. It's ridiculous, yeah, that's man. That's crazy. Fucking crazy. <laughs> it's kind of funny though. I I'm don't know, do- man. I'm not doing that if my team loses. Yeah. I'm just going to say, well, shit. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's usually like what we would do, I think. Force PS. Yeah. I mean, we can't really say shit with like after the Lakers won fucking NBA championship and when Boston wins anything in any sport. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, very <laughs> fucking true. Fucking Patriots, dude. Dude, as a Dolphins fan, I just can't. I can't fuck with that shit. Yeah. As a Dolphins fan, I'm a Dolphins I, fan too. Oh so hell yeah, yeah. fits up, baby. So, yeah, we out here. We got three, dude. We got yeah. three this year. <laughs> That's insane. I was like, we're going zero. We zero, z- zero. I was, oh, I was all for zero. I, <laughs> I thought it would zero. be tight. I was like, yo, we're gonna like, <laughs> yeah, man. This is history right here. <laughs> I, was, I was on the zero train all the way, baby. I was like, bring it, bring it. I'm ready. Fuck <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, I'll take it. So it. funny. I was I was cool with that. I was like, damn, I've never had my favorite team go zero for fucking sixteen, you know, so you know, I just wish that I just wish that since we suck so bad, they would lower the prices of jerseys and you know Yeah, for sure. It's still like it's still the same still fucking price. expensive. I'm like, yo, there's gotta be like a losing like record. Come on, we suck. <laughs> discount. Like yeah. I'm supporting you still. For real. And I'm not there at the stadium, so I know that they probably have, like, discounts there mm-hmm. on actual shit. Yeah, probably. More than likely. Maybe. But. Maybe not. They're probably you know. greedy bastards. Yeah, exactly. That's what <laughs> I'm thinking about. I'm just like, God damn it. I just need. I, this, I want now to be the time. While we, well, I mean, when have we not sucked? But I want now to be the time while we suck still. You know, I need I need cheap merchandise. Yeah, I need cheap for Dolphins sure. Merchandise. One hundred percent. I would have more if it were cheaper. I would have any at all now. I've outgrown all that shit, but yeah. I haven't outgrown the Dolphins. But I've outgrown the Dolphin paraphernalia. It's, it's yeah. interesting because I don't even care about the uh, American football really at all. But I just because my dad is such an avid Dolphins fan, I just it's like it's I just, just like a rooting Dolphins. for Florida thing. I think, and I don't know. Big facts. Big facts of that. Especially Miami culture, because Miami was like the welcoming city to all the immigrants and shit that came in. So everybody like kind of supports them a little extra hard, I think. I feel that. You I know. feel that too. I don't feel like that same love happened in Tampa or Jacksonville. You no. know, like Miami was a very welcoming place to but, a lot of. But it's interesting too because my pops, like, he's from Puerto Rico originally, so he like you know, supports the Yankees and the Knicks. Yeah. But where do the Dolphins come into that? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, did he move to New York when he first came here? No, he's yeah. never lived in New York. I mean, yeah, it's just, I know there's definitely a lot of Puerto, Ri- uh, Puerto Ricans in um, New York for sure, Dominicans oh, yeah. in the Bronx and Harlem and all that shit. So I feel like they just know, like, when they get here, their cousin sends them, like, a Yankees hat. I guess so. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? As far as I know, he's been a Yankees fan his whole life, which is crazy to me. Yeah. And that's just crazy to me. I mean, in Puerto Rico, like, I know a lot of my friends that have never even come to America yet. Like, we've just been, like, Instagram friends and shit. They're already wearing Yankees hats. Oh, yeah. It's like, damn, y'all got, you know, y'all got a yeah. whole other fan base. Down I grew up wearing Yankees hats. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. still have all my Yankee fitted. See, I'm a Braves fan, so I have, a, I have a heavy issue <laughs> with the Yankees. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, man. Take it or leave it, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, can't really say shit, though. I'm not a big baseball person, though. Honestly, I've actually been getting back into watching baseball. Now, well, now that the World Series is I like watching, like, the first two innings and then like six through nine you know <laughs> i think like it, it's kind of like it's a lot man it is a lot it's, it's a like, different thing if you're watching it there live is fun man if you're like, at on the tv game. it's like 
It gets kind of old. Exactly. Yes, you it know. Does. I mean, I will say, did you watch this World Series, though? Yeah, that shit was tight. That shit was crazy. That was tight. Yeah, I did that, watch that. That yeah. shit was like some dope-ass baseball. Yeah. For sure. They were both being explosive and stuff. So that it was shit really was crazy. Cool. Yeah. I couldn't I, believe it. That shit was... I was at work watching that shit with, the, <laughs> with, with other grown men. Like, all these grown men are on a job site... Like while a huge drill is drilling this hole in the ground, and we've just got the <laughs> World Series on a phone, and like four or five dudes are huddled around this phone watching it's so it. So funny, you guys are so tapping into China and watching TV. Yeah, <laughs> 2019 is fucked for you. Yeah, yeah. We just actually installed a TV at Kaizen Yuzakaya, and I'm very happy about it because I was gonna say when I, when I was that, but our. So you are happy about it? I was yeah. Because when I went in there, I was like, oh, I kind of like the I, I like the charm of not having a TV. Yeah. But I also, but the, here's also the thing <laughs> that I first thought before that, I was like, fuck, there's not a TV in yeah, here. Yeah, what if there's a game on that I want to watch? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So and I see both sides. Before. And I usually want to watch the game. It's like sometimes the TV can bring in the wrong crowd, but I still want to watch the games. I feel that. <laughs> so I just I deal with it. I definitely feel that. Because I'm more of like a college football guy, so Saturdays are lit in our restaurant because there's like Gators fans and Bulldogs fans and gotcha. shit all over the place. So. so you're a big sports watcher then? Yeah, I like sports a lot. Fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That, that's, that's good shit. Because uh, as a skateboarder, it, I feel like I don't find – I mean, it, it's getting a little more popular now, but I don't mm -hmm. have many other people that like to, you know – yeah indulge in team sports and shit like that because mm -hmm. i definitely do i love watching sports yeah 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 and i mean i love uh i love in like obviously i was a wrestler so i love individual sports i loved watching my friends skate and shit like that i just never had like a knack for it word i would always just hang out and bust my ass all the time while they were like while that. they were improving i wasn't you know so wait so it's just the one tv then yeah, we just have one TV. But right is now. it set up in an area where you can see it from your position? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, for sure. I made sure <laughs> it's tilted at just the right angle from where I <laughs> tend to stand. So <laughs> thought about it so all. Got a little to the left. Yeah, I thought <laughs> yeah. about it all carefully, <laughs> very carefully. Yeah, for sure. I feel that shit. So I know that there's a certain thing coming up too that you're about to partake in as well. Yes, you, you'd like to to discuss this. Yeah, um, so right now, what day is it? It's December 2nd? Yes. Okay, December so 2nd. in one week, December 9th, we'll be doing the Ramen Rumble at the Osprey Tavern. Um, we're going to be, obviously, I'm going to be representing Kaizen. Uh, we're going to be going against Swine and Sons and Kaizen Street Fair. They're both, like, really dope chefs, so I'm excited. Uh, Word. They better bring it, though, because we're going to, so it's going to hey. be tight, you know? Damn, I didn't know. know it was Swine and Sons. Yeah, yeah, it's Swine and Sons. I have, like, mad respect for Reese. We actually filmed a commercial for Robin Rumble a few weeks ago that turned out pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, he's a cool guy, you know. Like, we're uh, we're all really excited to see what each other do. I think, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it's for charity, and it's just to, like, better Orlando's culinary scene in general. So gotcha. it's a competition, but uh, it's, like, you know it's just one night you know it's like one night to make a more positive like thing happen you know exactly so. and to just you know flex your creative juices yeah yeah we all something. get to do whatever we want with the ramen so it's tight and um sunny from domu tori tori all that he actually is making my noodles for me for that on Holy the house shit. very generous like it's cool, man. Like I said, I've been welcomed to Orlando very well. And, Shouts um, to Sonny. Damn. Yeah, Sonny, yeah, Sonny's hooking it up, man. I can't really thank him enough for that. That's really cool of him. He, That's you the man know, right there. You know, like, whenever you're, like, helping out another Japanese restaurant, you know, that's, like, you know, there's always that non-compete somewhere. Like, some places they don't want you, like, 
dabbling with others and he's like you know he's letting my boy who works for him work with us for that event you know that's sick that shows that just shows like especially because you know even with the event it is a competition but it also is to just like establish more rapport with everybody and like Mm -hmm. build a stronger culinary community yeah we're all in this shit together it's not easy to survive exactly we have to build each other up yeah 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 everybody like everybody's like like my friends and shit are like oh you're gonna whoop their ass i'm like i don't really care if i'm gonna whoop their ass and then you know like their friends are like oh they're gonna whoop your ass it's like who gives a shit like we're all gonna hang out we're gonna cook we're probably gonna have a few beers like you know just having a good time we're all gonna have some really fucking good food yeah there's gonna be really good food you know like it's just what it's about i never i never cooked for trophies or belts or whatever the fuck (laughs) that is you know so feel that shit and like yeah i just have like people like sunny who you know he's already established his shit here i'm new here um he doesn't have to do that you know that's really tight i really appreciate it for real that's mad respect right Mm -hmm. there hell yeah and I saw you uh, the other day too at the opening of the new Domo as well. Yeah, yeah. Which was very fire, also. Yeah, yeah. The new Domo is doing really good. Um, yeah, I definitely want to show them as much support as I can too. Yeah, so. that day, dude. The fucking design in there is like sick. It's so sleek, right? Dude, <laughs> I was fire, man. I was kind of blown away at like the little leather like books. Uh-huh. And sh- I was like, okay. Yeah, man. They, they got it. They got it down. Yeah, they got the they little. Know, they, they got the little details. Yeah, worked out for sure. They know yeah. how to. They how to make a nice looking restaurant with good food pretty for sure. fucking <laughs> true my friend yep. definitely Damn, fuck I'm with them don't get you, it twisted did you uh compete in the ramen rumble before uh i didn't compete in the ramen rumble last year but i was an attendant uh, i came with uh one of my prior bosses he was a judge so i came in and like kind of checked it out word like met some people that was when i first got to orlando though so gotcha yeah so so do you have have you had any tidbits of information on these other camps and what they're doing? No, nah, I think we're all <laughs> we're all kind of being assholes about all it. All top secret. I think Reese put like some like mustard greens or something. It's funny because like you know I'm talking all this like respect and stuff, but like on Facebook we've been trolling like the whole community <laughs> super hard. So like Reese posts something like, "Hey Denny Child, we're ready for you." All this shit, and I was like, I remember my first ramen. Somebody was like, "Hey, that's rude." Blah blah. blah. Oh. And I was like, I was like, no one was talking to you. And it just got really funny. And then it turns out like we're arguing with each other's like aunts and like moms and shit. So are you you watching everybody's stories as well to see what they're doing? Yeah, we're all kind of looking around. It's not really going to change anything, but it is like interesting. I'm like, damn, I want to know. Maybe I'll have a little bit more peace at mind. Intrigue. It's 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 intriguing. intriguing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't think anybody's going to do what we're doing, though. I was going to say, you're being extra secret with your shit. Yeah, it's pretty weird. <laughs> I mean, it's weird, but it's solid as fuck, so it's going to be tight. I was going to say, I don't know about weird. I think it's going to be fucking dope. It's just cool. Yeah, it's just cool. It's like, it's us for sure. Big I facts. Feel, feel like that's like the biggest goal whenever you're like making food is you want to represent something. So Big fucking facts. Because, you know, like people, you know, like an empanada, how powerful is an empanada to every person's individual culture? Venezuelan will tell you with all the pride and joy that their empanada is the best. Colombian will do the same thing. Ecuadorian will do the same thing. You know, Puerto Ricanos will do the same thing. Puerto Ricanos will do the same thing. You know, it's like food is food is our like fucking foundation. That's how we get by. This is true. And it's tight. This is very true. So we just gotta believe in that. And I, as a big eater, can definitely attest to this. Like, and I think uh, I think I talked to you about this as well the other day. That's like why, uh, chef and myself, like Julian, like he got. We got so close right off the bat because, you know, we just we like to eat. Like, I just like to I like to fuck with the people that like to eat yeah, and, and can sure. talk shit. 
for sure. Smoke and eat, man. If you yeah, exactly. If you can smoke, talk shit, and eat a bunch of food with me, we're gonna get along. Like for sure, easily. For sure, yeah. Julian was a uh, really good to me. Um, helped me with my transition to Orlando for sure. Like I said, like he hit me up out of nowhere. I didn't know him that well. We had mutual friends and stuff, and he just like made sure like to keep me in the loop on what was up everywhere and stuff. And Word. it turns out like it worked out the way it has so far. I'm here right now. You know, it's cool. Yeah, for real. You yeah, know, man. it's really cool. Cause if you just like, you know, it's all about support system. You go somewhere blindly. You know, I didn't know. I maybe knew like three people in the entire city of Orlando when I came here. And now it's like I can feel comfortable walking around knowing I'm going to like run into somebody. People fuck with me. I fuck with them. That's and like so I just man. like the vibe, dude. Like I like I said, I've been traveling around the country for the last 10 years. Never really felt like I was going to stay anywhere. And then now I'm I'm in Orlando. That's we end this. Sick. I got you guys. You know, it's going to be tight. I was going to say, like, you bring good vibes, though. So it's easy to, you know, it's easy to reciprocate when you when you put out good vibes. I appreciate that. You know, it hasn't always been that way. <laughs> you know, it's a <laughs> growing process. I've been yeah, through some. Hey, dude, I totally feel that one. I'm right there with you. Been through some depth and darkness and. Highs and lows, all that corny shit. You know what uh, it is, as, what it is, As bro. life tends to be. <laughs> yeah. Life tends to throw some serious fuckery your way. Yeah, for sure. As always. But that is what it is, you know? It's just like, that's what makes us better people at the end of the day. Yeah, it's not blaming everybody else all the time, you know? Just like, still like, not letting it, like your problems taint how you look at everybody. Exactly. Because you know, like that's the hardest part that I had to grow out of is like my life was like I was having shit that wasn't self-induced but problems a lot, and I was just like spiteful and I just learned like that's yeah nobody did this shit to you not even yourself it's just the way life is I'm right there with you man I'm definitely right there with you yeah that, that's like the hardest one to let go is just like those little bitty things just the negativity man <laughs> that shit is, that shit grows fast it's a tumor you know I've been learning to breathe mm-hmm. trying to breathe seriously anybody who's listening to this shit just breathe a couple of times like, yeah like you know just like in and out <laughs> yeah, like five good ones. times each yeah. you know, and you're good man big deep ones before you cuss a motherfucker out just breathe a few times for real, <laughs> like, for real. i've uh i've definitely learned that uh, i have to do that myself yeah you know it's like uh, i i've always i've talked about it on the podcast too many many times and i grew up with fucking anger problems went to anger management and all this shit as mm-hmm. well so it's definitely not anything i am I am uh, unfamiliar with for sure. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you said, it's a learning process every fucking day still. Like, you always kind of deal with that type of shit. Yeah, definitely. I'm way more in tune with myself than I was as a teenager or any of the other shit, you know? Yeah, I I feel like... I was a super angsty little piece of shit. You know, and we were talking about (laughs) hardcore music. I feel like that shit was an enabler sometimes. It was like... A little bit. I'm allowed to be mad as fuck here, you know? But it was, it was like... Sometimes I feel like it made me think that that was okay to be that way everywhere, you know, for sure. So I'm kind of glad, like, I didn't, I still have love for all that music, but I did step away a little bit, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's a time and a place for everything. That's what you kind of realize afterwards. Because like you said, like, you do kind of get into that, especially if you're, I don't know, if you're in a place like I was in Pensacola, where there's really not anything to do whatsoever, Mm-hmm. All you're doing is going to shows. Mm-hmm. Like, I go to four or five shows a week, you know. Yeah, and you guys did get a lot of shows there. That was like all there was to do. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't. There wasn't shit to do there. It was either the beach, which I love the beach, you know. But mm-hmm. you grow up going to the beach, you know. You need something, something else to do. 
Yeah, it's for either sure. The beach or go to the fucking movies or go walk around the mall. That was <laughs> yeah, all you could fucking cool. do. Besides hiking, but nobody else wanted to, you know, go hike with your boy when you, you get into high school. Everybody else is trying to, you know. Yeah, yeah. Why'd you guys hike up? with him, man? That's Th- fucked up. I know. I know. I have one yeah, hiking partner. <laughs> I have one hiking partner, and she did not start partying until way, way, way later. <laughs> and uh, everybody else that I hung out with just wanted a party. I don't know how I attracted myself to these people, but what That's do you funny. know? <laughs> <laughs> Been around them my whole life, it seems like. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Had some uh, interesting times in high school. That is for damn sure. For damn sure. Yeah, it was fucked up because I didn't do anything in high school. I was straight edge and shit, but all my friends were doing stupid shit and putting my life in jeopardy all the time. Ah. Yeah, man. Like, I wasn't putting any of my friends' lives in jeopardy, but I was definitely doing stupid shit. <laughs> I mean, I did stupid shit, but it was sober stupid shit that fair. couldn't be tracked, you know, traced Very to fair. it. But my friends would be like fucking trying to light a blunt and then pull out into the fucking road at the same time and cars are coming and i'm like put that shit down you know it's like that shit scared me away from it for a while you know i feel that shit <laughs> I definitely like my feel friends that. are fucking idiots yeah when you're acting like a dumbass <laughs> with it yeah it kind of fucking ruins the whole fucking vibe for somebody else yeah it's like oh well if this is how you're acting then no i don't want yeah i remember that was the first shit. time i smoked and i was like fuck this like you almost killed me <laughs> I still remember the first time I smoked, and it's it's very dumb. It's a very, very dumb story. And I rode my bike over to my friend's house, which was like a 10-minute bike right away, and we smoked a blunt over there. And we watched some movie, and as I rode back, like, I rode my bike back. It wasn't for, like, three or four minutes, but I realized, like, it had been fucking raining the whole time. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was raining, and I'm, like, soaking fucking wet because I'm super just lit off this blunt. <laughs> super lit. I'd never smoked a cigarette, never smoked weed. Oh, yeah, you had the buzz so, and everything. Oh, yeah. 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 Just really on one. Really <laughs> on one. It's like that story, like, I don't know, whenever, uh, excuse me, whenever people say they didn't get high the first time, like, no, no, no. You are so full of shit. Oh, I got stoned. I don't even shit. believe that's a possibility. Like, oh, just one time you're not going to get high, like, your body's just going to, like, say no. I'm like, saying. Why would anybody have ever smoked it twice? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I was stoned to the fucking bone the first time I Yeah, got dude. High. Just absolutely baked. Yeah, man, I remember the first time for me, <laughs> it was like a tin foil Gatorade bottle bong kind of thing. Nice. And I saw this meme that's like, now kids are dying off of jewels and shit. It's I like, saw, y'all I mean, are soft, dude. Like, I saw that I saw that shit. Like, <laughs> I was like, it said like, we used to smoke out of shit like this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I've definitely yeah. smoked out of a couple uh, aluminum cans back in my day. Apple saved sure. my ass one time. I was smoking out of an apple going down uh, I-40 in Oklahoma, and a cop pulled us over, and I just bit that shit. Hey. Yeah, ate the apple, dude. Ate all the weed. That's how you do it. It was good, baby. That's how you do it. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily work when you got the Coke can. Like yeah, I can't eat the Coke can. No, definitely you not. you have a goat in the car or something. Those were in my days of uh, hanging out in the trailer park back in Pensacola. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, the type trailer of park days. That's the type of people you would smoke <laughs> You'd smoke weed out of a Coke can with. Yeah. You know? It's those not are, safe. Those are my fucking people, though. Like, yeah, man. I mean, I, I still fuck with those same people to this day. Hell you know? yeah. Like, my parents were not hyped. Tap water me. builds character, man. That's yeah. like part of it. <laughs> they were not hyped on me going to the trailer park, but I didn't give a shit. I was mm-hmm. like, fuck yeah. I feel like that type of shit is what kind of, you know, built my character into who I am to like, I don't know, just kind of see everybody from their own perspective of life. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, just for be, sure. 100%. Just because some people may, may, you may think that they're in a worse situation than you, mm-hmm. just because they're in somewhere like a trailer park, they might not even really be in a worse situation. They might be than fucking you. happy as shit. You they know, might be killing it. Yeah, you never know. A couple of the people that I knew in the fucking trailer park were honestly killing it. They mm-hmm. were, they were doing their thing. They're just chilling. Mm-hmm. Cheap ass rent. Yeah, cheap ass rent. They were fucking chilling hard. Smart. I'm saying so. Until a hurricane comes, and the trailer, yeah, and trailer then, doesn't age well. Then your shit gone. Yeah. <laughs> All your shit gone after yeah, that. Yeah. There ain't no coming back from that one. Damn, I'm excited for uh, excited to to see what happens with this competition. Then next yeah, week. it's gonna be really cool, man. I'm so excited. We've been working hard on it. It's already like probably like eighty percent done. So damn. Yeah. So how many? So how long have you been like working on it then for? Um, weeks already. Weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Because we, like, age certain things and cure certain things. Gotcha. And, you know, so it's, like, it's not, like, like just, like, slice and, you know, use kind of stuff. It's a lot of, like, curing and dry aging and a lot of uh, fermentation and Damn. all that kind of shit. So. I feel that. Damn, this is, like, man, this is this is going to be some shit. Yeah, man. It's going to be really cool. I can't, I can't wait. Like I said, like I can't wait to see what the other people did. Like I already know what I'm doing, you know. I already know what we're doing. It's a, uh, it's gonna be like me, uh, Butters, Dom, and Julian. So like, I hope like the whole community, whenever they come into this shit, they don't get it twisted. Like it's me versus whoever, because I can guarantee you, like, every one of us that's representing has a full team behind them that's helping us out. You know what I mean? Definitely. Cause it gets it gets misconstrued sometimes. I see that shit on like Food Network where it looks like one guy's doing all this shit, and it's yeah. like it's like no, there's, nah, a, there's I'm a not whole, shit without my team. There's a whole workforce. Yeah, you know I'm pretty good without my team, but I get what I want to get done with my team. Exactly, you know? so it's like, and that's the only way I can get what I want to get done. So I feel that shit. Yeah, I gotta say it's I'm I'm sure what you're whipping up is gonna be fucking amazing. Cause when I came through, everything I ate was, <sighs> buddy. Appreciate it, man. Buddy. <laughs> Means Peop- a lot to me. People at home, y- y'all got to go see this man and have him whip up some shit for you because he ain't fucking around. Hell yeah, man. If you, if you, I mean, am I lying or am I lying? I'm not fucking around, but I'm <laughs> glad that you uh, agree. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, see, I, I understand that you're not fucking around. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. When yeah. I had them flavors, I was like, oh, shit. All right, bet. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we do not embark on fucking around this. And also, sure. like the just the the little things too, like the conversation you had with me about like the sustainability of the, uh, was it the bluefish? Yeah, bluefin tuna. Blue yeah, fitness. yeah, yeah, man. Exactly. Like, if you want, if, even if you want to talk about that a little bit too. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I know you were super super big on that. So yeah, man. So, um, a big problem I have in Orlando, and in pretty much the entire world is uh. People like flaunt like wild uh, fish in general, but overfishing is causing a lot of problems to our own personal lives that we don't even realize. Nonetheless, like the actual ecosystem. Yeah. Um, the biggest one right now is uh, bluefin tuna. So people are like flaunting like chefs and shit. I'm like, y'all are fucking bullshit because like they're using like wild bluefin, bragging about it, knowing that that shit's like endangered right now it's an endangered status fish right now and for whatever reason they're still using it when uh i showed you what i had which was my you know baja california farm raised and it was amazing right like damn right it it was it was good right it's like like why like 
are people making the decision to further fuck up everything whenever like we already have these options that people have worked really hard to develop it's like just show a little bit more care like if you're a chef out there you should care about your surroundings a little bit more than that you know it's so crazy to me if something is actually on the endangered list like you really should be not fucking with that Mm -hmm. yeah and like and people are like, oh, I only eat wild. I'm like, you don't realize, like, wild fish? Like, yeah, wild's good. It's fine. But if you get a farm raised, it's so much more consistent. There's so many, like, ways of preventing the parasites and all this other shit, especially when you're eating sushi. Sushi's, you know, raw. Like, there's a different flavor in the wild. But, you know, when you're going to eat something and don't really have any plans of deeply cooking it, you should probably want consistency and not just grab a random thing out of the ocean, especially something that's going fucking extinct. A great point. <laughs> you know, it's like, let's like pick our perks and stuff and not just go for the word wild, you know, because it's exactly. just, we just only have so sense. many resources. And if you want to continue to have them, then you have to be able to yeah use these resources gotta, responsibly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, I d- yeah, I just don't get it. Chefs need to, like, step their game up. Like, you can't just use a word and, like, it make you a better chef. Like, you should, like, be a smarter chef and a more understanding chef and really recognize what's going on around you. You know what I mean? Feel that. Like, like I was saying, what I didn't like about Miami is, like, the gold flakes, the caviar, the big ice mounds all over the place and shit. Like, that shit just takes away from the food. And I like I personally, flash, like, yeah, just a lot of flesh. And, like, yeah, anybody can grab a wild bluefin, but anybody could also grab a sustainable bluefin and like talk that shit you know what i mean it's like do your thing but yeah that's like it's a big issue for me i actually quit doing sushi for like four months because of it because i couldn't find a restaurant that wouldn't serve sustainable that would serve sustainable versus the wild damn so i quit something i've been doing for 20 years that's fucking crazy yeah and then i started this concept and i now i can like do my thing again but that's fucking sick though yeah, man, I mean, if you care about something and, like, you, like, really believe in something, you shouldn't be making money off of the opposite, you know what I'm saying? And I was getting paid and just dealing with doing something I didn't believe in, and that shit's fucked up, you know? Like, I agree. I feel like I'm lying, you know? I don't want to lie agree. to people. And for people like you and myself, especially now that I know, like, the graffiti background, too, and, you know, as hip-hop heads and hardcore heads, you know, mm. If we feel a certain way about something, yeah, we, we gonna it. let that motherfucker be known. Yeah, for like, sure. It's it's not going to be it, it's not going to be like some shit that I'm going to just let subside or, ju- or just slide away. Like, nah, we gonna talk about this. Yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean that was that was something I was like, man, I, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, you know, I've never done a podcast before, so obviously I was thinking about the possibilities and what I would. Have to say, and that was definitely something. I was like, I know he's gonna come at me about the <laughs> about the bluefin for sure, and I'm gonna be happy that I get to kind of convey that message a little bit. Oh yeah, it's like don't go around eating that shit, guys. Like seriously, because it's important. See, if you see wild, don't eat it. And I didn't even know until you told me. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. There's like documentaries about it and stuff, but that shit just gets brushed under the rug, and chefs like think that they're badass because they can use something that exactly. So as soon as I heard, yeah, as soon as you told me about it, I was like, yeah, man, I'm, I have to bring this up, of course, because mm-hmm. I mean, it's like it it brought my uh, eyes open to it. So mm-hmm. why shouldn't I, you know, try to to let yeah, you be able yeah. to tell that Let's shit to the everybody else? Get the message out, you know, for sure. Big facts. Yeah. Big fucking facts. But yes, I think uh, it's about time to get in the heat of the week. Where we gonna do some heat of the week shit and then. Uh, Make our moves on out of here. Word up. And enjoy the uh, the rest of our Monday evening. Yes, indeed. So, with that being said, 
we going to do the heat of the week thing right here. Yeah. You're about to hear the Trap House Heat of the Week. Shouts to King Carlo. Oof. The man. Yeah. Oh, you know King Carlo? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's the homie. Yeah. He uh, hooked it up with a few, a few instrumentals for the heat of the week, and you know, I, I gotta say, thank yeah, you, sir. Yeah, I've come across him for sure. Thank you, sir. Thank yeah. you so much for the for the things you do, cause it's a beautiful. Yeah, I didn't realize you got a rug, dude. Oh, oh yeah. Tight, Hell yeah, I got a rug. <laughs> Hell yeah, I got a rug. You got the fucking rug. Oh, this is still going. If you wanna, it, yeah, I mean. He's got a rug in here. <laughs> it's a steezy trap house rug in here. I definitely do have a rug. Damn, man. Heat of the week. <laughs> we are doing the motherfucking thing. Are you sure you don't want the headphones on still for this? Immerse yourself in the music? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Haha. I think my head was feeling warm, man. Oh, word. Oh, uh, no, I understand. A little break. I understand. If you, yeah, no, if you want to take them off, feel free. No, I feel wonderful now, though. So let's do the heat of the week. Sometimes, if you, sometimes that's all you need is that little, like, that little... It's like a yawn, you know? Exactly. A little head yawn. Yep. First up, heat of the week. We got some local shit. The homie, your cousin Alex, Trap House alumnus also, just dropped a new EP. I think he literally dropped it an hour or two after I finished recording last week's episode. So if it had been recorded and or if it had been released before that episode had come out, it probably would have been on that heat of the week, more than likely. Word. Because I like to be as recent as possible. But... Since it's still technically within that week of time of when I recorded and whatnot, I got to show the homie some love because shit was fire. Name of the EP was Fix Me a Plate, and name of the song we're listening to today is Oh Shit, What Up. <laughs> That's great. <sighs> oh, I love it. This is going to be a hip-hop hip hop strong heat of the week. You can feel, yeah, go for it. down to the flow. Rings on fingers, women on arms. It might look easy, but it's gonna take some work, baby. See you at the top. Yeah. I woke up and had breakfast. Yeah. Shorty cooked and she brought it to my bed. Homemade waffles with the fresh grits. Orange juice, beef sauces with the eggs. Mm. It was delicious. So I got up and did the dishes, and after that I went and hopped in the shower. My girl took off her towel and told me to come and get this. Yeah, so we got busy. A lot of steam up in the tub, so she got dizzy. Hopped out and I checked my text and I hit my job to collect my check. Man, that shit was way off. I swear to God I was about to turn into eight off. Cause I was mad they cut my hours in half. I laughed and told the manager, fuck it, I take the day off. Fuck you, Bob. I had to skate off. Thank God my whip is paid off. I'm thinking maybe I should cruise through the city, drop the top, crank the tunes, pull the roof, show the titties. <laughs> Cause I'm a feminist. Yeah. These niggas straight, but they bars is effeminate. Yeah. I've been a talk of the town. Every noun, every word, every verb, every vowel, every credit. But let me end this shit. Okay, let me get in this shit. Killing this bitch, OJ. 
no gloves, no way they was holding this me back like fourth though. grade. Yeah, no chance for listening to him, and you can hear his glistening gems. He went in on this shit. He definitely did. Yeah, never listen to them. My whole way. That's funny. That's the homie. Shouts out to your cousin Alex. I don't want funny to be misconstrued, but that 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 end was funny. That shit was tight. Like that shit's dope the whole way, but. Damn right. Name of the song was Oh Shit, What Up? And name of his new EP, he just dropped his Fix Me a Plate. So go on and check that shit out, please. Next up, Heat of the Week. We've got the motherfucking Griselda crew dropping their first studio album underneath the Shady Records. Wow. Wow. Sheesh. I will say I heard a grimy-ass verse from 50 Cent on this album that I haven't heard in years, and thank you, 50. I needed to hear that <laughs> shit. That was refreshing as fuck. Oh, man, that felt great. Anyways, next up, name of the song from the new Griselda album we are listening. Oh, name of the album is also called What Would Sheen Do? WWCD. Uh, name of the song we're listening to today is called Scotty's. Word. Real grimy shit. This shit's like a mood changer already. Hey, yes, she got warm gloves in the summer, doing my numbers, pen jumpers. Hollow head lead dumpers. This Louis V shit, Virgil designed it. I got shot and a few niggas got murdered behind it. Hey, yo, Max, niggas. you silent. You just seen niggas trapping. Who ran the yard? Who ran the phone? Who had the biggest locker? Who had the Glock? Who had the Mac? Who had the biggest chopper? You getting shot? You getting whacked? No need to get a doctor. My shooter face covered with a bunch of tats. Hit him twice, double back, a couple hundred grams. Vacuum sealed with rubber bands, no money wraps. Used to hit niggas with the dummy pack. Yo, couple cash, 98 Lexus with the bubble stack. Closet full of blood bottles, you can't afford one pair. You niggas can't compare, this shit is unfair. Take a rapper chain and let my son wear. I remember listening to Woo in 95. Got my first strap from Conway in 99. Paper I was trying to find. That summer I learned how to ride. They don't want to shoot out, and my homie quit on me and got a job. This shit is ham. Hard. You might could imagine the type of status. First, I could open real, uh, real, real heavy street shit being talked about uh, along these these songs. Yeah, this is what's up. Not fucking around. Yeah. Had the best numbers when the coke wasn't cheap. Fuck your plugs, plug. Cause I can get both numbers beat. It's 500 a bottle, but the hoes want to free. I was dead when I can get both numbers beat. God damn. Nigga, I can fiddle well in the big sedan. You gon' probably take a L if I lift his hand. Haters be your biggest fans. Then they take the witness stand. Let's go. Sheesh. Sheesh. 
just uh, relax. Dude. <laughs> just calm down. Just calm down, dude. God damn. It's incriminating. Whew. You're murdering everything. Whew. Man. Griselda out here. Them Griselda boys. You already know what it is. Name of the song was Scotty's. Off the new album. New studio album from all the boys. West Side Gun. Betty yeah, I actually wasn't aware of this, so I'm going to be... Oh Definitely yeah, peeping it. Oh, super I will. Hard. I will put you on all their whole discography is just ridiculous. It's all that weird, grimy, grimy weird, street yeah. shit. I and, definitely need to and just bars. Checking them out because their bars are good too. That's like that's oh the bar special about them. Benny's got the craziest bars out of all three of them. He was the the last dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's West Side Gun. He's he's the main main motherfucker out of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I recognize him, but yeah. yeah. So, and then Conway the Machine after that, and Benny the Butcher. Word. They're just th- it's yeah. It's just oof, oof. You yeah. get the idea. They're pretty fucking nasty, man. Yes, That's indeed. Dope. Yes, indeed. It's refreshing you know, as much as it's killing everything. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying. And last up, heat of the week for today. This shit just came out today. I'm pretty sure. New album from Rock Marciano. We're gonna leave it off with some more smooth street shit for you, cause I got to. <laughs> got to. Name yeah, of the album is Marcialago. And name of the song, excuse me, I had a little burpee. That's not the name of the song. <laughs> I, did, I had <laughs> yeah, a little this burpee. This one's called, excuse me, I had a little burpee. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most hard street shit ever. <laughs> what you going to do about it? I had a burpee. <laughs> excuse me, I had a little burpee. This is a fun one, man. <laughs> <laughs> name of the song is Richard Gere. God bless my soul, I'm a sinner. The path of righteousness is thinner. I was beaten with many stripes, far more than I'd like to remember. My life is like a wild adventure. Uh, cops tried to pinch this niggas piled up in my mama's central I had the nine with the condenser uh, Your teeth go from white to magenta when them shots enter Hit you and left your body bent up You know the chain of command If it's for dollars then we could probably link up But otherwise it's unlikely my nigga I'm not to be taken lightly I'm a silent killer Do me a solid come suck what's behind the zipper I steer the ship, mom, I'm the skipper. I don't fish, I'm more guy fishing, but just a bit richer. There's no magician that can trick us. No roots, no chickens can spook us. We ain't superstitious. I'm with your bitch in the booth, in the roof, Chris kissing. We slid in the back door and walked through the kitchen. Ass so fat, she had me tripping like trying to stick raw strickling. My aura glisten, I shot the ball with the stick from long distance and went off the grid to chill just like a baller with a torn meniscus. I still never slipped with all this water dripping, knocked the game up. It was more than just more than sickness. Yeah, man, I hit the floor to beg for the lost forgiveness. I, lost away. I was gonna say, I I was actually gonna bring that up earlier and I forgot to. Because <laughs> Colt 45s will do the fucking trick. Yeah, man, they do for sure. <laughs> been a minute since I just sat down and drank four of them. But, God know. damn, son. That's how it be sometimes. Sometimes you just gotta pound them, motherfuckers. Yeah. It's been a while since I've had malt liquor in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, man. It's definitely different. I See, for me, like, I actually, like, have a, like, 
big anxiety and talking problems. So I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna fucking chill on some Colt 45s and be myself, you know, because like, you know, it's, you know, it's crazy. You know, you move all over the place. If I wasn't hungover as shit still in the, on the 48-hour hangover, well, I'm not hungover still, but if I only had you remember. It, yes, if I only had it just exited the hangover <laughs> this morning, then I would be drinking with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. What you down. do is really cool, man. You made it super comfortable. So, well, so. thank you, man. I appreciate that. That's all I try to do. As long as uh, everybody's comfortable, everybody has a good time while they're here. Kind of forget you're even mic'd up. Exactly. Then I've succeeded. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I heard it here first, folks. (laughs) I fucking succeeded. (laughs) I don't know what the hell that was. That was stupid as shit. That goofy? (laughs) Super fucking whack. Anyways. That is it for Heat of the Week. Uncensored. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Remember <real>. that. <laughs> God damn it. That is it for the Heat of the Week, and that is all I have for the show. Denny, I want to thank you for coming through, my yeah, friend. Yeah, thank you so much, man. <laughs> no worries. And please, once again, let the people know where they can find you and you know where to where to get some fucking tasty food from you. Yeah, okay. So uh, we're uh, Kaizen Izakaya, Church Street, downtown Orlando. Um, pretty much always there, so... Just come through. If uh, you want to see what I'm up to, you can always check out my Instagram. It's it's I'm a Den Show. Uh, we'll probably just have to tag that underneath it. Cause oh yeah, it's, it's Japanese. So. It'll be in the it'll be in the yeah show yeah. Cause you're not gonna be able to. I'm not gonna spell <laughs> that shit out for you. So <laughs> shit's mad annoying. I know. But uh, yeah. My name is Denny Cha. Don't be a stranger. Always be cool, you know. And be on the lookout for highlights from the Ramen Rumble happening next. And possibly weekend. another business opening soon. Too, oh. But I just wanted to leave that one on the tail. Oh so. shit! And with that being said, <laughs> you can follow me personally on Twitter at the Steez Trap and on Instagram at the Steez Trap. With all that good shit aside, we're done for today. I'll take care of each other. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for listening. Much peace and love.